Welcome to Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marian. I'm shimmying. Hi. You are shimmying. I know, because I really didn't crack my back before we started. Oh, yeah, we normally pop yeah, our backs. and it's mm-hmm. fine. It'll be fine. I'm sure it's fine. Nope, it's already ruined. <laughs> <laughs> we have to stop. This episode is off to a terrible start. How are you today? I'm okay. Just um, okay. We're recording really early mm-hmm. today. I'm a little tired. I appreciate um, that, I though. I hope the day gets better, though, oh. when I wake up. Oh, maybe weird. this will wake me up. I think so. I think I'm already. By the way, I mean I'm already. Um, you sent me it. the outline because guys, we're prepared, and you sent me the outline, and I dove into it, and I was just like, Natalie has lost her damn mind. There were like 50 links of everything, and I was like, oh my gosh, this. This is your magnum opus. Like this. Honestly, next week is. <laughs> I am so ready for the next week's episode. Haven't recorded Ooh, this one. We haven't even recorded this one. Um. Okay. What are you fangirling over? Um. Well, I saw a couple movies over the weekend. Oh. A couple summer blockbusters, mm-hmm. maybe. Not really normally your genre. Uh, okay. Well, one is not a blockbuster. I just said that to say it. <laughs> um. So I saw Ocean's Eight. Fine. I mean, not my type of movie. What did you think? Um. Fine. Like just I don't fine. Love it. Really? Rihanna's not a good an actress. They gave her no lines. What do you mean? She just, like, looked cool, which was great. You didn't like and appreciate her role in Battleship? That, I kept making Battleship jokes. Thank you. <gasps> You're welcome. Um, but what I'm fangirling over is Kate Blanchett's wardrobe oh, in that yeah. movie is incredible. Mm-hmm. It's all, like, glam rock suits. Yeah. Um, also, I want to say that Kate Blanchett and Sandra Bullock's characters might be, like, the Rosolian Isles of 2018. Their chemistry is crazy. Yeah, I was like, uh, some, there, there's sexual tension there. Yeah. Also, just saying Rosolian Isles is fun and, like, oh, it draws I, me back to Somehow things. my friends and I started making jokes and I'm going to make Rosolian Isles 2020 bumper stickers for an Etsy stop, shop that doesn't <laughs> exist. We should have an Etsy shop now that I think about it. We probably should. Um, that um, is a genius. But I also saw Hereditary, which oh. was straight up crazy. Don't ask. I can't even begin to explain it. But Tony Collette's performance in this movie, out of this world. Really? Crazy. Are you going to so, cry? No. You looked like it. Uh, you got misty. It's a scary movie. Why would I be crying? Out of fear? Uh-huh. Well, I don't know if I talked about this or not, but I actually saw Tony Collette at a show, like, in person. Oh, like, no. she was in the audience, and she came up on stage. Amazing. A couple weeks ago, and I was loving life. I love Tony Collette. Mm-hmm. It was a huge deal. She was, like, I don't know if she was maybe, like, a little tipsy, but she was, like, giggling, like, yeah. having a good time. <laughs> the, there's a moment at the end of this movie where she's making she, – her eyes are – so like big, almost like bulging out of her head, uh-huh. wide open, and I was like, "Ha, huh? wait! This is the most disturbing thing I've ever seen." Like <laughs> I went into myself. You turtled, and like I try. I like, even last night I closed my eyes and started thinking about it, and I was oh, like, no. "That was not Tony Collette. Oh, she is an actress. She left her body and was someone else." <sighs> That's terrifying. Don't yeah. like that. No, um, but go see it. Maybe it's. Two hours long? Oh. Over two hours? Huh. Have you been using your music movie pass for these? No. You live in your arc light life. I hate going with friends, you know? <laughs> yeah, you, you have to you have to go to arc light. Um, what are you fangirling over? <sighs> well, I feel like you should be fangirling the fact that I'm fangirling over this because what? we started Stranger Things season two. Honestly. Like almost a year later. I know. Things <sighs> here's the actual deal. My husband slows me down. That's it. Um, I want to watch things at a much quicker pace, but he has other things. You know, when he works in TV and, like, he doesn't – sometimes it's too much. And I get that, but I'm like, can I just go? Like, just give me permission to go. Like, that's fine. 
I'll watch it again with you casually, but like, please let just let me do it. Um, initially, a couple of thoughts. One, I do feel like it's filmed differently because I think they got like a budget and it's a little jarring to like it looks too nice I don't know so there's like not the appropriate 80s filter on top of Mm, it or something it looks too like clear it didn't bother me I feel like I had had enough of a break between one and Mm -hmm. two that I it just I didn't even you didn't notice um but Will is Winona Ryder's son like he could legitimately (laughs) be her son like if you were like yes that's I completely believe it so I've only watched one episode um I fully expect to have completed the series by the time that we record our next episode. I hope so. I hope so too. Um but I'm I'm it's fun to be back loving Sean Astin. Um and <laughs> I looked over at my husband and I go, did you know that he's Patty Duke's son? And I could just see the like lack of awareness about who <laughs> Patty Duke was and I was like, it's fine. <laughs> it's totally Fine. Um, also, really quick, feeling really over the fact that I had to like explain the plot of Dirty Dancing to like the boys in the office I yesterday. I heard you doing it yesterday, and I was so upset about it. And you was, weren't just explaining the plot, though. You started explaining what I heard was a literal whole scene. No, I was explaining I carried a watermelon because I was carrying a watermelon when I was at home in Minnesota and made a joke about it, and Eric didn't know what I was talking about, and then we almost got divorced. And so then I was having to explain it again to other dudes in the office and, like, why it's literally the most awkward thing you could say to someone. And I was upset. And then I got into <laughs> abortion, and it was a whole thing. <laughs> The amount of people that, like, don't realize that there's an abortion storyline in Dirty Dancing, because I didn't know. When yeah, I was... if you watched it as a kid and didn't revisit, you have no idea. You have no idea. You were confused as to what's happening. But, guys, go back and watch it. Um, so I feel like that's it. And I feel like we've got to get into it because you have some clips. Yeah. I mean, I, do I don't feel like it's much more than we had last week. You don't think so? No. I think I it's because you so. subcategorized. <laughs> um, and so then I was like, oh, oh there's a lot so going on much. Here. Okay. Do you want to kick it off? Yeah. Last week we talked about toys. This week, which really we talked more about the toys than about the commercials. Yeah. So sorry. But we got overwhelmed. We picked based on jingle, so I feel like commercials still mattered. Absolutely. This is definitely a lot more of like the commercial. That stands out. Yes. So I'm going to start. We're going to go grocery store foods. We're going to do some candy and we're going to do some restaurants. Grocery store foods. This was really more like what you bought at the 7-Eleven or the gas station, but Surge Soda. Surge. It's a fully loaded citrus soda with carbos. Beat the rush. Was not a big drinker of Surge. Surge is gross. Um, Here's the thing. Surge is gross. But this commercial, do you remember this commercial? Vaguely. Okay, this is like... People did this. So basically you have all of these like 90s looking dudes. This is the most 90s commercial to me because it's like grungy. Yeah, it's dark. It's dark. It's kind of moody. It's 1997. Baggy clothes. Baggy clothes. And a bunch of dudes like bum rush this bottle of Surge and there's like a hog pile and it's just kind of like boys being aggressive and whatever and like i remember that people would do this actually like someone would like put out a bottle of surge and like what yeah it's like violent and you would end up hurt and like it was like a ground mosh pit i don't know it was Could ridiculous we make this, like a viral thing can we bring it back yeah instead of like getting iced do you like surge yeah, instead of know. snorting a condom <laughs> just run after a surge bottle yeah kids here's the thing if you want to like really live your 90s life in your champion sweatshirts from 
Urban Outfitters, like, you got to do this search <laughs> thing. Um, I don't know. I loved it. It just I, when I revisited it, I was like, oh yeah, my dumbass idiot guy friends would do this. I love that, and it was so dumb. I but, feel like I would would have done. That. Oh, totally. But like, kudos to the people who created the search commercial that it became sort of a viral sensation before that was even a thing. Um, I want to talk about one of my favorite commercials. Yes, pizza bagels. Pizza. Time. When pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. Pizza Bagel Bites. Bite-sized pizzas on wholesome little bagels. Pizza during prime time. Anytime's the right time. Pizza going down a so fine. So fine, so fine. This so is a jam. Pizza. It, like, lasts for 10 seconds. Pizza. There's a very, like, um, Mighty Ducks 2 vibe in mm-hmm. it. It's kind of manic. Also. A little. But they're playing, like, street hockey. So the kids are playing street hockey, but then they'll stop and eat pizza bagels. The kids are playing tag. They'll stop and eat pizza bagels. Anything. Because when pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza any time. There's something in the jingle where it's like, and like a wholesome bagel or like a healthy bagel or something. I'm like, oh, yeah, this was a time when people still thought bagels were healthy. Uh, Better the pizza than bagel, donuts. they kept showing the bottom of the pizza bagel. The bagel looks part. like a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> does nailed it true nailed it i also really want to talk about how much i love a tiny pepperoni cube oh my god yes (laughs) we used to get totino's pizza um not the party rolls but the pizza um and that's a cubed pepperoni and it's so damn delicious i love to cube Love to cube. Still love square love cube. pizza. Mm-hmm. Do you like a pizza bagel more than a pizza roll? One hundred percent. Pizza I, rolls are just made to burn your mouth. Yeah, and the thing is, I don't like an egg roll. I don't like that like crunchy. Mm. I like a pizza bagel. Obviously, pizza bagels are better if you do them in the oven. But who yes. has time for that? I always oven. You have. Apparently, to. Natalie has time for that. I don't have time, and. I don't know. There's something about the, like, sogginess of when they're in the microwave. But you put them on the thing. I like that the box is also a utility. Yes. Because then it becomes the stand. I don't know. Those pizza. Yeah. Those people at Pizza Bagels are. And like I, I said, you can eat them anytime. They're the perfect post-exercise mm-hmm. game snack. Yeah. According to the commercial. Also as an adult when you're drunk. Yeah. Great. Because they're not hard. the number one use of them now. If you'll make them in the microwave, like, you only need, what, like three minutes? You have just enough time before you pass out to eat them. It's perfect. <laughs> okay. Can I do one next? Sure. All right. I feel like you're not going to like this, but Gatorade. Why would I not like Gatorade? Because it's I, the I want to be like Mike. Sometimes I dream that he is me. Got to see that's how I dream to be. Like Mike, but if this like came out Mike. in 1992, I could be like Mike. I don't remember it, like the commercial what? being on TV. Oh, you just know the song? Huh? Like Mike. And I mean, it's just, it's one of those things that it's a literal shrine to, Ma- to Michael Jordan. Like, and you have to remember that Michael Jordan was so transcendent, not just like a basketball star. I mean, um, he was. I hope next week we talk about Haynes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes, like he's everywhere. I mean, he was like kind of the original, I mean, other than OJ, who did a lot of sports. A lot of commercials, but yeah, Michael different. Jordan. No, that's different. Michael Jordan was 
everywhere. And this, but this whole commercial is just like him playing basketball and then like other people playing basketball. And the, the tagline is like, be like Mike, drink Gatorade. It's like so simple, but it gets in your head and it is damn catchy. <laughs> and I'm like, do I need a and Gatorade? It works. it works. And I'm like, like yeah, I do want to be like Michael Jordan. Who doesn't? I mean, he... Except for when he gave his... I want to drink the flame retardant water. <laughs> I want my beverages to be colors, not flavors. Like, yes. if you call red whatever red actually is, it's fruit, fruit punch. punch. But if you're like, can you get me a fruit punch Gatorade? I don't trust you. It, but you do have to specify with blue because there's two to three different blues. Are there? And the glacier one is, I think, better than the regular blue. Oh, see, I just go for yellow. Like, Yellow is my sick drink. Yeah. My family drinks when we're sick. Mm-hmm. I like. I discovered I liked red during high school tennis. Oh, red is a great hangover situation. Mm. All of these things relate back to me drinking, apparently. <laughs> um, okay, what else do you have? I have, we can, you know, another drink that's marketed as healthy, not healthy, Sunny D. <laughs> You got OJ, purple stuff, soda, sunny day. Yeah, go for it. Tastes like orange and tangerine. And lime. Some healthy junk, too. <laughs> go. Instant replay. <laughs> sunny Delight, the good stuff kids go for. Yeah, so the kids are looking through the fridge and they're like, we got soda, purple stuff. <laughs> What's purple sunny stuff? Sunny D. What is purple stuff? What is purple stuff? It's like, not grape soda because you would said say, soda. Yeah, and it's not just grape juice you would say purple grape juice. stuff what's the purple that stuff? is like mom's secret alcoholic drink totally that's mommy's little that's helper m- that's mom's purple stuff or it's like a modium like it's like something for yeah, your tummy what is it yeah <laughs> pepto I don't, yeah but what i always like about the sunny d commercials is this one in particular it's much like pizza bagels kids are like being kids like playing a game or running on the sidewalk i don't know what they're doing running on the sidewalk Mm -hmm. teens (laughs) running on the sidewalk youths um and then it cuts to the mom at the grocery just like but every time it cuts to the mom with sunny d it plays like this angelic music oh yeah (laughs) why don't know because it's sunny it's I bringing guess. the light oh. in. I don't know. And then the music combines, so it's like fun kid music with the happy Sunny D music. Yeah. And they merge as the kids are like, this drink is healthy. It's got all of these vitamins and tastes like fruit. No, it's yeah, sugar. Yeah, it tastes like fruit. Yeah, but it's sugar. That's what it is. It's good, though. You know what? Even just in – we have a couple other commercials, but it's like – Kids were alone a lot more in the 90s. You know what I mean? Like, these are all, like, kids being independent. And no, they're not, like, five. But I do feel like we've forgotten that kids are capable and can do things themselves. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the mom's always there in commercials now. Like, back Mm. off, mom. Go to the store. Your kids are fine. This is great because my next commercial, Apple Jacks, (laughs) the kids are always like, fuck off, dad. You're not cool. Thought you boys were gonna work on the garage. Uh, uh, Dad, we're resting. Yeah. And eating those apple jacks, I see. Hey, what's wrong with you kids? They don't taste like apple. Better than why we like them. Then why? <laughs> I know, I know. You just do.
this Apple Jack cereal is part of this complete. <sighs> like, because they're always like, why, why do you like Apple Jacks? They don't taste like apple. It's like such a grandma joke or such something. Such a grandma joke. Mm-hmm. It's because the, they don't taste like apple. It doesn't matter. No. They don't taste like apple. You know what they taste like? Sugar. Yeah. And sugar's great. And sugar is great. But all of the kids in the commercials hate their parents. Maybe maybe these things are related. Maybe it's because their parents are leaving them alone all the time and they actually wanted them to be mm. around more. And so then they're rebelling. And so maybe we've come to a better place with our commercials with the parents also being there. <laughs> did we just do it? Did we just break down? We just did it. Psychology of the 90s. I do like another um, cereal commercial, though. An, it was like a series. The Waffle Crisps commercials mm. where they were basically like, why, how is there, why do they taste like maple? Why are they syrupy? cereal pieces and the grandmas are working in a factory or they're always kind of like secretive i really liked those <laughs> do you not remember them no i don't think so did I'm, you not eat waffle crisp i don't think <gasps> so i mean i was just living my rice crispy treats like Ugh, the number one best cereal of all time of all time um we're not talking about rice krispies rice crispy treat treats cereal what are it's your special general thoughts on apple jacks i actually like apple jacks it's not Probably not even in my top 10 of cereals because I love a cereal, but I do like it. I prefer Apple Jacks dry Mm, as opposed to in a milk. Yeah, you definitely don't want them soggy. No, because then it gets – I don't need too much sugar milk. Like, you know what I mean? I don't like a chocolate milk cereal situation. Who does that? I don't – no, I mean like when the milk gets chocolatey from like a – I only like it in Cocoa Pebbles and Count Chocula. So two – so you like it. Yeah. (laughs) You you like it in in two things. So, yeah, I like it. Um, Okay. It always just kind of creeped me out, but I'm thinking now that I might need to revisit because maybe it's actually great and I just was like a weird kid. I don't know. I I like – like I don't like my food to touch, so maybe I was like, I don't need my milk to change a color. Yeah. Maybe? I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. You have a bunch of stuff, but I need to, like, pay homage to my favorite commercial, period. Ever. Ever? Ever. Okay, I, Maren, I watched this commercial, and I it is, am questioning everything. Okay, it is stuck with me in a way that I, I think it's because, like, I'm this guy. So it's actually a commercial for milk. All of this time, I thought it was a commercial for Oreos. It's the Oreo. <laughs> commercial our future rests on the success of this cookie yes cw but what do we name it how about wafericious twist of cookie i've got it chocolama what about you hurley oil hurley you're a genius so essentially, it's like this long sort of table of executives. Yeah, it's black and white. Black and drama. white. Yeah, and they're trying to decide what to name the Oreo. And all these guys are shooting out names, and one guy's like, Choco Llama, which is always my favorite. Um, but one dude at the end of the table is just shoving those those cookies in his mouth. He gets called on, and they're like, what should we call this cookie? And he goes, Oreo, because his mouth is full of Oreos. And, and then, like, genius. Genius. That's what we're going to call it. And I think it's just like, I definitely quote this once a week. People do not know. <laughs> no one remembers. Um, and I just think it's, I relate to that character. I would have a mouthful of cookies and get called on and be dumbfounded. Yeah. 
and I appreciate it. And I appreciate that his genius and his need for sugar was rewarded <laughs> with a with an icon. I don't know. I've always loved it. It kills me. What are your questions for me? I don't really have questions. I just think it's an interesting standout commercial for you. Like, I do remember this commercial when I rewatched it, mm-hmm. but totally forgot about it. Really? I don't know. It just makes me laugh. And, I mean, I guess it wasn't that great of a commercial because I thought it was for Oreos and not it for is, milk. It is a wrong marketing. They did something wrong there. Yeah. It's clearly for Oreos. It's clearly for Oreos. Yeah. And I know they, like, teamed up. Like, they, they weren't going to be able to say the Oreo brand unless, like, yeah. that was together. I mean, they're a perfect pair. And the thing is, like, he can't get the milk fast enough. He's run out of milk. And so that's why he's got all the cookies in his mouth. I will say you don't see the Oreo brand anywhere in the commercial. No, they just say it. And he shows the cookie. I don't know. I loved it. It was, like I said, I still quote it. It was funny because I was going through the comments on the YouTube and people were like, yes, I love this commercial. I haven't found it anywhere. And I'm like, these are my people. (laughs) Um, Okay, what else do you have? I have one more grocery item. Okay. I don't drink coffee. But we're going to talk about Folgers. good jingle oh my god and the one i chose so emotional it's always like played at christmas time almost every year it's like an old a way older brother uncle shows up secretly always confused the about daughter, the relationship the young child comes down the stairs and is like fa- miscellaneous family member i missed you and they make coffee, and the, somehow the smell of folders wakes nearly, up the whole Nearly spit-taked on miscellaneous family member. <laughs> also, have you ever had folders? It's not great. I don't j- even drink coffee, it's so I'm sure it's not. Great. But I really want to talk about I, – I thought this commercial was older, but it actually came out in 2009. Oh, okay. They kind of did an updated version of this commercial, mm-hmm. where, but it's siblings. Yes. <laughs> oh, I missed you so much. They waited up all night for you, you know. It's a long way from West Africa. Oh, real coffee. Kiss here. I brought you something from far away. <laughs> really? Oh. <laughs> what are you doing? You're my present this year. The best part of waking so the brother comes home and the sister is there and she's like oh i'm so glad you're here and they make coffee in the kitchen the brother gives her a little gift and then she's like you're my present this year and then the parents come down at the end anyways it's a bizarre like sensation online and everyone is really obsessed with the brother and sister chemistry they have going so much so that there's a lot a lot of fan fiction on the internet <laughs> about this commercial. Incest, guys. Yeah. So I watched both of them, and the second one made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, I also, though, the touch. So the brother is seemingly been in West Africa. I don't know 
should we name a country? He just says West Africa. And then he gives her a present. And I like the touch that the wrapping paper is like an African print. And I'm like, what? Didn't? Okay. (laughs) And then the bow is removed and put on him. Like on his peck. Yes. It's, it's icky. Yeah, it's weird. He, I did. I thought maybe I made this up, and I Googled. I was like, Folgers fan fiction. And there was one <laughs> called Incest, parentheses, my cup. <laughs> <laughs> Those are our people. We need to find that person for sure. Yeah. Th- I will say, though, the Folgers jingle is a jam. Yeah. It gets in your head. And like I said, I don't even really like Folgers. I'll drink it, of course. But it's just. It's happy. It's like, yeah. It, and what I like about it is just a nice little touch at the end. Yes. But the music, you like are singing it uh-huh. in your head the whole way along. Um, and it's always just like it's bringing people together. That's what I like. The Folgers brand is bringing people together. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that about them. It's not like, oh, is your life sucks? So you need some coffee? Like, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's wake up together and have a conversation. Honestly, that would be a great commercial. <laughs> Hit me up, Folgers. And I accidentally forgot I have another grocery store item. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I but was it's like the most important. I, I was think, wondering. I think this brand is king of commercials, or at least Ooh. king of like getting spokespeople. Oh yeah, Pepsi. Okay, how do you choose a Pepsi commercial? There's it's so, so many. hard. There's Madonna. There's Michael Jackson. There's uh, Cindy Crawford. There's Cindy Crawford. Spice Girls. Pepsi Girl era. Oh, yeah. There's the one with Beyonce, Pink, Britney, and Enrique Iglesias. Oh, so 90s. But I've chosen the best ones, I think. Okay. The Britney Spears decade Pepsi commercial. For those who think young. Come alive. Come alive. You're in the Pepsi generation. You're in the Pepsi generation. You're in the Pepsi generation. This is the one where you start from like Pepsi for those who think young and you go through all of the decades and Britney gets different outfits. Oh yeah. And it's maybe like a minute and a half long. I don't care. Maybe it was a Super Bowl commercial. Was this also like, didn't they do this the same thing with like Janelle Monet? Like mm-hmm. kind of a similar yeah, vibe? Yeah, but I don't think it's, it's as strong. I, I agree, but it, like a very similar yes. vibe. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then there's also a special Britney one with the joy of Pepsi, which is like an original song. Yes. You can get a longer version on YouTube. You just but freaked out. It's, it's probably, song. probably my top five Britney songs is Joy of Pepsi. <laughs> With a ride, don't need a reason why everything's alright. Take your time, better take your time. The world is yours and mine. Look and you will find. A Coke person. Yes. Pepsi makes better commercials. Yes. Coke has had some, you know, iconic commercials like, I like to teach the world to sing. Coke commercials try to be cool and mellow, I've noticed. Well, 
Coke commercials also try to be sort of like global and mm-hmm. like all encompassing and like they're doing good. Like, no, yeah. you're peddling us sugar and we're fine. Again, be the trash you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I kind of feel like Pepsi embraces that. Um, <laughs> just remembering the Kendall Gem- Jenner debacle of last Ooh. year. But they are a little bit more like aware of their trashiness yeah. and like, fine, give me Britney, my queen. That's all I want. And yet, you make the great commercials, I'm still choosing Coke. Totally. It's a personal preference. It is absolutely. You can't win me over. No, when I go to a restaurant and I order a Diet Coke and they say, oh, we have Pepsi, is that okay? No. However. Unless, I know what you're going to say. Wild Cherry Pepsi. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Unless it's a Wild Cherry Pepsi. Do you have that on the gun? It's different. It's different. It's so much better than Cherry Coke. I don't care what anyone has to say. That was my, like, mid-morning uh, high school treat was a Cool Ranch oh Dorito. God. Cool Ranch Dorito and a Wild Cherry Pepsi. And wow. I was real thin. I don't know what happened, but living Teens. that high school life. Sport. That's what happened. was yeah. playing a lot of sport. <laughs> All right. I'm, like, worked up post-Pepsi. Oh, yeah. We could just end there and it would be great. But, guys, we got to do candy. I think we have to start with, like, Tootsie Pops. Mr. Owl, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? Let's find out. One, two, three, three. Like the number one best, longest running candy commercial? Yeah, so it's been airing since 1970. The graphics have changed a little bit, right? But it's like long. I watched I the full really version. Think so I think they're still pushing out classic Mr. Owl. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? And it's more than three. It's definitely more than three. But think about that, too. Like, you would try. The commercial would tell you one, two, three, and then you would be like, no, it's more than three. And so then you would lick and lick and lick and lick and lick, (laughs) and then eventually you would be like, fine, I'm just going to bite this. This is too much. If you're one of those people that got to the center of the Tootsie Pop just by licking, Please tell me. Do you have, like, a horse tongue? What's going on? <laughs> oh, my God. A horse tongue. Um, yeah. It, and it would come on. What also is the deal with the star on the Tootsie Pop wrapper? Oh. Do you know there's, like, a, I feel like there's, like, a kid legend about this, that you would, like, send them in and they would, like, give you a toy or something? What? I don't think I never that's did that. true. But I feel like it's, like, urban kid legend that you would look, because not all the wrappers have a star on it. Did you ever notice that? No. Oh, my God. Okay, now we got to just wow. buy a thing of Tootsie Pops. Um, what's your favorite Tootsie Pop flavor? Um, red or orange. Ooh, I'm a chocolate girl. Ew. No, don't say ew. It's great. <laughs> it actually took me a long time to get into Tootsie Pops. Yeah. It's a weird combination. I weirdly like the blue, which I think is blueberry, which is normally it's not blue. a flavor that I like in candy, but I, I like that. I was more of a Blow Pops person. Absolutely. And I want to talk about this commercial. Okay. Say from charms. What? <laughs> what does that mean? I love this commercial because it's just a bunch of like early nineties kids being messy and there's like that one blonde with glasses boy that's like you know how there's always like that one kid yeah in mm-hmm. like 90s tv or like a christopher cast i was style. just gonna say it's the guy from yeah. beethoven mm-hmm. it's basically that so i love that i love that all of the fruit shapes are just like cardboard because <laughs> it's supposed to look like kids made a commercial yeah. and it does it shows mm-hmm. 
Also, why did suckers need commercials? Uh, I mean, on to our next thing. Why does gum need so much, so many commercials? It, they don't. These are things we just want and need to make your breath fresh. The double mint. I mean, I'm, I'm more of a big red one gum and two commercial person. Get close a little longer. Kiss a little longer. Hold tight a little longer. Longer with big red. That big red freshness. That's hot jingle it. on that big red. Hot, yes. hot jingle. Also, softcore porn. Watched a lot of big red commercials. <laughs> Everyone is not just like casually smooching. Like, you get a casual smooch and then it's a full blown makeout. But you have to realize their mouths are on fire. They're t- <laughs> for 10 seconds. And you know when you chew Big Red and your tongue gets raw? Yeah. Like that's not a good situation they're in right now. No, to be making out? Yes. Yeah, real sloppy. Real sloppy. Gross. Lack of control. It's yeah. gross. Also though your mouth's really only on fire for like 10 seconds cuz you need a hundred pieces of Big Red to like actually your freshen your breath. gets all dry and weird. <laughs> yes. I don't know why Big Red does that. The cinnamon <laughs> somehow like ruins your mouth temporarily. But Double Mint is known for their ads and commercials. Yes. Double your pleasure, double your fun. That's the same of a great mint in Double Mint gum. So they've always had twins. Love. And the one I remember most is like 1998, I think. And they've kind of updated it with like this powerhouse lady singing it. And I think the Mallory's have a cameo. Oh. And it's just a bunch of twins. It's not we pick one. They are the Doubleman twins. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, and you might not know, but so listeners, correct me if I'm wrong. I do believe the woman who played Tori on Save by the Bell is a twin and was in a Doublemint commercial. This might have been Ooh. a fever dream, but I think what a weird I'm right. dream to have. I know it was super weird <laughs> fever dream, um, but I'm pretty sure that that's true. We'll have to look it up. Yeah. Wasn't Chris Brown involved? So, like, in the 2000s, both Doublemint and Big Red were like, we're going to be cool. We're going to be urban. <laughs> so they had Chris Brown, garbage person Chris Brown, mm-hmm. cover their jingle mixed with his song Forever. Okay. And then Big Red was like, well, we're going to get Neo. And he updated their jingles. Nobody wants that. No one needs to Give us the old catchy one. It's classic gum. No one needs it to be like... We don't even need gum commercials in the 2000s. We need no gum commercials. The brands have been established. Gum sells itself. If we want gum, itself. we'll get gum. <laughs> also so weird when you just say gum over yeah. and over again. If I'm getting gum, <laughs> I hate saying it now, I'm usually getting those cubes. Oh, I yeah. really like those. Like, Are they icebreaker? I don't yeah, know. yeah. And I like that, that hard shell mm-hmm. like that. All right, guys. We cannot talk about candy commercials in the 90s without talking about it doesn't matter what comes, fresh goes better in life, with mental fresh and full of life. Nothing gets to you, staying fresh, staying cool, with mental fresh and full of life. Fresh goes better, mental fresh, fresh goes better with mental fresh and full of life. Mentos, the fresh maker. The fresh maker. <laughs> The Fresh Maker. Clueless keeps this commercial alive. Mentos Fresh. You think so? Yes. I mean, I young people watching Clueless know Mentos from Clueless. Yeah, I suppose. Also, though, the like Mentos and Coke when it like explodes, that's mm-hmm. real fun. Yeah. That's a fun game to play. That is a fun game. <laughs> Mentos Fresh Mentos. Okay. So Mental Floss did a like a history of the Oral Mentos history commercial of Mentos. because <laughs> it's... A weird commercial, and it always seems so, like, cheesy and Mm -hmm. over the top. So 
this came in like 1992. Netherlands-based candies makes sense. Had stormed the states with a series of odd television spots that featured an earwig of a song, "Fresh Goes Better," hammy acting, and a general sense of that the ads were trying to approximate American culture rather than actually be a part of it. Love it. Nailed mm-hmm. it. Nailed it. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. It's always like a guy with a butt cut. Totally. Just being like super amped <laughs> yeah. to, to be an American and eat Mentos. To like be in a mall. Like if they're always in a mall or like yes. a public place. In 1994, USA Today voted it the worst advertising campaign. False. But is it the worst if it works? Absolutely. Because in 1991, they had sold like $20 million worth of hard candies here in America. And then it had tripled by 1996 to $120 million. I mean. So... It yeah. can't be the worst. Maybe the most annoying. Yeah. It does the job. But that's, you are talking about Mentos. That's what's working. And you know what? I like a Mentos. I do too. Do you like the fruity ones? Uh, don't know that I've had one. Oh, I'm kind weird. of a purist. They're weird? Yeah, I like them. Though. I like that hard shell though. Again, like an icebreaker. That little crunch mm-hmm. before you get whatever's going on in the middle. <laughs> the goo? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you the last time I the had a Mentos. goo? But I'm... On board with them in general. I like them. Yeah, I like the chewy. <laughs> I like them as a Tums alternative. Oh. <gasps> Love If you're in that. a bind, try it out. Pun intended. Because you just need like a mint really to like help settle your stomach. <laughs> yeah. What but I was... it's like, I don't know. It feels kind of similar to me. When I was pregnant, I ate the shit out of some Tums. Um, and now I'm kind of wishing that maybe I'd eaten some Mentos instead. Also, it's like a dual purpose. I had a Tums last night. <laughs> Tums life. Tums life. <sighs> okay. Shall we move on to our final section of fast food slash restaurants? Because it's really mostly just yeah, fast food. Yeah, we only picked a few, too. Like, yeah. I'm sure there are a ton we missed. Okay, I'm going to start because this is crazy. Are you old enough to remember Avoid the Noid? I only know the, the Noid through other pop culture references. Okay, yes, because it's been on, like, Family Guy. It's been on a bunch of stuff. This is the Noid. He loves to ruin your pizza. <laughs> If you've ever gotten cold pizza, a squash pizza, or pizza that just wasn't right, the Noid did it. But at Domino's Pizza, we avoid the Noid. Um, so the Noid uh, was introduced in the late 80s for Domino's. And essentially, he was the reason, like, your pizza would be cold. Like, he was this, like, animated sort of claymation annoyance and he had like rabbit ears and a little suit and he was like <laughs> he would make that noise a lot um but he he came along with domino's like 30 minute guarantee which i did some research on and quite troubling a lot of people originally you'd get the pizza for free and then it became like three dollars yeah. off if it was more than 30 minutes but like those drivers were very incentivized to get it there in 30 minutes so they were driving recklessly were getting people tickets died oh my god to Deaths. avoid the noise deaths were happening (laughs) um okay so also in 1988 a saturday morning cartoon called the noids was planned by cbs but was nixed because people felt like it was just a big advertising ploy yeah Uh uh-huh sure yeah jim transformers (laughs) pretty much also as part of the advertising campaign there was a video or a computer game released maybe on a cd-rom yes um and it was called 
avoid the Noid, and the object of the game was to deliver a pizza within a half hour to an apartment building swarming with Noids, um, and some of them would be armed with pizza-seeking missiles or water balloons. I bet it wasn't a CD-ROM. I bet it was one of those, like, really loose, like, floppy disk floppy things. Disc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, you, I can't yeah, hear it. Can, and then like, you'd shake sli- them. Yeah, not even a hard disk where you could slide yeah. that thing. Okay, but this part, be crazy. On January 30th, 1989, Kenneth Lamar Noid... A mentally ill man who thought the ads were a personal attack on him held two employees of an Atlanta Domino's restaurant hostage for over five hours after forcing them to make him a special pizza and a salad Salad. and making demands for $100,000 getaway transportation and a copy of The Widow's Son. Very confused. Noid surrendered to the police. After the incident, the police chief told reporters that he's paranoid. Yeah, you think? Um, Noid was charged with kidnapping, aggravated assault, extortion, and possession of a firearm. Oh, my God. Yes. He was found not guilty by reason of an insanity, and then he went to a mental institution, and he committed suicide. Oh, my God. The incident has been insinuated as the reason that Domino's discontinued the Noid. But they have, like, not said that. But I'm like, uh, yeah. So Domino's as a company is avoiding the Noid. <laughs> Yes. My friend had like a six foot Noid that she won at like a, I don't know, at like a fair. Um, And it was huge and squishy and we would play with it. And it was unbelievably ridiculous. Wow. I know. I'm sorry to drop that knowledge, but I was just too excited. But I do love that like a commercial pizza chain mascot could drive a person that crazy. <laughs> Love it. I mean, you could make an argument that the campaign was very successful. Like, you are causing deep emotion in people. Yeah. The annoyed. And he was fucking annoying. So, <laughs> like, he always sounded like that. And it was the worst. I mean, I have a pizza chain commercial that I chose that stuck out, but it's not near as good. All right. What do you got? The Pizza Hut Pizza Head. It's the Pizza Head Show. Hey, everybody. I'm here for my yearly checkup. Look, Pizza Head, it's the world-famous Dr. Steve. Hey, he's not a real physician. Sure he is. And he wants to do some routine tests. Mmm, looks like you have a serious lack of pepperonis. We'll have to operate. Uh, is this really necessary? Sure it is. Pizza Hut Pepperoni Pizzas have more pepperonis now. Ah, the operation was a complete So the Pizza Head commercials, they ran from 1993 to 1997, which is really surprising to me because I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah. So Pizza Head was a high-pitched, Mickey Mouse-like voiced claymation slice of pizza. Um, His eyes were like olives and pepperonis and other toppings. Of course. So I don't think I put this together as a kid, even though I was a fan of this thing. Okay. But Pizza Head was Mr. Bill, essentially. Oh. So even the advertising campaigns were directed by Walter Williams in the similar style of his Mr. Bill show for Saturday Night Live. Okay. So Pizza Head would always be like, hi, welcome to the Pizza Head show in his little cute voice. Uh And then he had an enemy like Mr. Bill had Mm -hmm. and like something bad would maybe happen to the Pizza Head as he's like also advertising pizza. Uh Uh-huh. And I loved these commercials. Uh I don't know why. Probably just because I thought it was cute. Right. Do you love Mr. Bill? I do love, I love Mr. Bill. Mr. Bill. Mm-hmm. I have like a VHS that was like all of the Mr. Bills. Oh, on I love SNL. It. Can I borrow it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have a Mr. Bill in this room. We do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love Mr. Bill, but I still Betty. don't know if I put it together enough because it doesn't have 
the um, the guy's hands. Yes. The hands uh-huh. are always in Mr. Bill. Yeah. Maybe I just thought they were similar but never put it together that it was the same guy doing it. Uh-huh. But I also really loved the Pizza Hut Casper promotions. <laughs> I don't, was... don't know that I remember those, but I love Casper. It was just the uncles and Casper saying you'll love the stuff we're made at Pizza Hut basically <laughs> at the end. And then they're promoting like Casper toys. I don't know why those stand out to me. Hmm. But Pizza Hut, I miss you kind of. Yeah. I couldn't tell you last time I had a Pizza Hut pizza. 20 years? Yeah. Don't know. Because Domino's avoided the Noid and made their pizza better. Yeah, and they got better crust, and it's legit. Yeah. Um, okay, the other two, I was going to do this last one, but you have a lot more detail on it, on the Yo Quiero Taco Bell. Yo Quiero Taco Bell. him so her. Gidget, Gidget. Was the, well him and her uh-huh. Gidget nicknamed the Taco Bell Chihuahua was the advertising figure and mascot for Taco Bell from 1993 to 2004 wow technically Gidget wasn't the only dog there were at least two dogs used in the commercials the original dog was a Chihuahua named Dinky <laughs> Love. <laughs> <laughs> and was replaced last minute um, with a chihuahua that was cast as his girlfriend, Hilarious. Gidget. Um, and then there was another one that was called Taco. Oh, fitting. So, yeah. I love chihuahuas. Yo quiero. It's like the embodiment of 90s pop culture. Yeah. So the campaign kind of came out, out of between like a Burger Wars time. Mm-hmm. Everyone was promoting their burgers and they were like, what are we going to do? Right. We have tacos. <laughs> So they're like, let's get a dog. <laughs> Everyone loves <laughs> and it a dog. Worked. It worked. No, I mean, I had at least three of the Taco Bell stuffed dog really? toys. I mean, my dog ended up chewing them because they made noise and uh-huh. it was a whole thing. Right. One of them sang and I'm sure my parents and I can all like recite what those what the toys said because <laughs> my dog would just gnaw on it and make uh-huh. the sound go off like over and over. Amazing. But in 2003, Taco Bell lost a lawsuit by two Michigan guys because they pitched the idea of the Chihuahua to Taco Bell six years <gasps> prior at a licensing show in New York. And they were like, no. And then they later did it. Interesting. Hmm. That's so interesting because usually it's like an advertising agency that pitches the idea or whatever. And like, I wonder how that all worked. But yeah, I mean, but they won. Good for those guys. They want that Chihuahua. But it is like a essential 90s commercial totally and it's like nothing really happens in the commercials there are the ones the godzilla promos Mm -hmm. there was like here lizard 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 (laughs) yeah and it was promoting like some kind of box of food yes Uh uh-huh uh yo quiero and also just like multicultural you know what i mean because it was like that was the commercial in english and in spanish (laughs) you know what i mean it was just like yo quiero yeah um i don't have to change it no, you don't have to change it. But I it. think we're going to end on the ultimate, <laughs> most annoying, most 90s annoying food commercial. I don't know. It's a jam. Is it a jam? Oh, well, my baby back, baby back, baby back. <laughs> you can't even get that deep. Chili's no, baby uh, back ribs. I want my baby back. Chili's baby back ribs. I want my baby back. Chili's baby back ribs. <laughs> I got my baby back real. Chili's baby back real. I sing, I like make up songs to this all the time for Philly. 
And there was an in-sync <laughs> version? Like, yeah. There's an in-sync version Come also. On. It's in Austin Powers. Yeah, this blew up. It's in Austin Powers 2. So um, it was created by Guy Bomarito, Ooh, fun who name. is a creative director of an ad agency in Austin. Um, he has never had a Chili's baby back rib in his life. Okay. Still to this day. Uh-huh. I kind of um, don't like him. I feel like he's a snob. Continue. But Not that I've had were, a Chili's rib. Chili's but. contacted them. They asked to do a jingle. He was like, ugh, jingles are basically like the lowest form of advertising at this point point in the mid 90s he wrote Snob. he wrote this little thing in five minutes sent it to them and then a guy named willie mccoy sang the barbecue sauce bit barbecue unfortunately sauce. passed away in 2012 oh r.i.p um but he has a legacy you know <laughs> yeah. Barbe- i can't even i can't get <laughs> I that can't low. get that low barbecue a uh, guy ended up leaving two or three years later but the account like still kept on going amazing and he even like Later got a call that was like, hey, can we use your jingle in Austin Powers 2? Like, that's when you know you made it. Yes. You're a pop culture phenomenon. Absolutely. But this guy, Guy, he ended up going <laughs> back to this agency and later doing an animation campaign for them, introducing the chili apostrophe in Chili's. What? You know how it's like? Yeah, yeah. But like, they didn't did, do that all along? He did that too. Huh. No. It's this guy. Guy. So Chili's retired the jingle in 2006. Mistake. Um, because they needed to give things a rest. All right, fine. Quote, only to revive it in 2009 and again in 2015 for its 40th anniversary. Yeah, because people love it. They hate it, but they love it. Yeah, because it, it's an earwig. It gets in your head. Also, when I think chilies, I don't think ribs, like in never. general. I've never gotten ribs at chilies. Um, you know what I got at chilies? Mm. Food poisoning. Oh. On my 21st birthday. Fun. Real bummer. I love chilies. Everything's really salty. So salty. Mm, like, really good. They have like good chips and salsa. Really? Yes, they do. Why? It's like two dollars. Yeah. So you would go and, and now they have touch screen ordering. Oh, so, so you don't have to talk to anyone. Your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> and that was when I went like six years ago. I have not been to a Chili's in quite some the time. The thing about Los Angeles is that there are not a lot of chain restaurants here. Oh, I went when I went to that Austin Powers bar. Speaking of Austin Powers, mm-hmm. I went to an Outback Steakhouse <gasps> because it's in Glendale. So yeah. we used the excuse to go to a chain restaurant. No, anytime you go kind of out, those aren't even really suburbs because like. 100,000 people live in Glendale, but they're not Los Angeles proper. There's chain restaurants there. So you'll, like, go to an Olive Garden in Burbank because you can. Like, there's a Fuddruckers in Burbank that I'll drive (laughs) to because I, like, need to— And, like, the Dairy Queen. Yeah, that's where they all are because other—the Dairy Queen's in a mall. I drove there on maternity leave because I had nothing else to do. Um, But, yeah, I haven't been to a Chili's since said 21st birthday— Food poisoning incident. Should we go to a Chili's? Maybe. Do we just need to befriend Doughboys and just like hook along when they go to all these chain restaurants? Yes, honestly. <laughs> so that's not all. I mean, I was shocked that you had no Butterfinger, either BBs or just Butterfinger commercials because you love The Simpsons. I do love The Simpsons and I do love a Butterfinger. But the love commercials itself, like, yes, The Simpsons are in it, but yeah. they weren't standout commercials for me. Interesting. Interesting. I do miss a BB though. Why don't they make BBs anymore? I don't know. They were so good. but They, they make the bites. They would clump together. Yeah, that's Loved probably that. why they stopped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, we're not talking about there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. Oh, yeah. Those are all good, especially the Halloween one where it's vampire fangs mm-hmm. in it. Um, what would you do for a Klondike bar? What would you do 
I loved Family Guy's thing on that with like, would you murder a man? (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) And then I was reminiscing about Pocahontas food specifically. Like they did a thing for Burger King and they had like special toys or whatever. They did Nestle bars where they did movie scenes on the bar. Oh, that's fun. And then Nestle Cool Creation ice cream cups, which are a very weird flavor of ice cream that I loved. But I got so nostalgic nostalgic watching these that I teared up <gasps> really yeah I was like <laughs> the best time of my life it's over that's amazing commercials they'll get you <sighs> that's the thing about a commercial though and that's when you know that it's successful like one if it sticks with you whether you like have an interest in the product or not two if it evokes some sort of emotional response that you just like comes out of nowhere that you can't control that's kind of how I feel about the Folgers commercials like <laughs> it's this feeling of like togetherness that like this feeling of wanting to date my brother (laughs) yeah that too but like instant coffee how do we how are we associating those things together you know what i mean it's like it's genius it's some you know don draper bullshit up in there but like very (laughs) impressive you know what i mean and like i i I, it's a skill jingle writing crafting those things to get in your brain like the guy for chilies, he's wrong. Like jingles are, the I think, top a, notch. Top notch. A high form of art because you then, like even with Nationwide, like you're singing that to yourself like yeah. later on because, you know. Karina Karina taught me that jingles are very hard to write. So hard to write. <laughs> Especially when they're about jello. Also about a boy. Um, a lot of jingle writers in pop culture. Um yeah, I, I, I tend to disagree with Guy from the Chili's campaign. Hmm. If if you have a successful jingle, that product is selling itself for years to come. Yeah, and you're going to end up in a movie, which will last even further. Completely. So is that it? Are we good? Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm exhausted now. Didn't wake me up. Didn't, didn't wake you up. So next week is going to be a hodgepodge. It's going to be miscellaneous, things that didn't my, fall into toys or food. I got to say, my favorite commercial ever is coming. She's sent me a lengthy list. Um, but are there things that you guys want us to talk about that, that we may have missed? That we may have missed or we're not thinking about yet. So if you have a favorite commercial that doesn't fall into toys or food, send it our way and we'll debate about it or chat about it and whether or not we remember yeah. or if we love it, I think the merits, it, uh, et cetera. Someone, I think it might have been Kat. On Instagram, uh, mentioned Sky Dancers. Oh. Yes, <laughs> yes, I remember them. I love them. Um, so yeah, send it, send it our way at hellofangirls at gmail or you can find us on social at FGF Podcast on Twitter, in- Twitter, <laughs> dang, Fangirl Fridays Instagram, Fangirl Fridays Podcast on Instagram, mm-hmm. Fangirl Fridays on Facebook. Yep, you know, just Google Fangirl Fridays, see what happens. You'll find us. You will find us. So until next Friday, guys. Bye. Bye.